see Link from The Legend of Zelda is going to be in the new Hobbit movie? Explain the joke you're trying to make. No! So, what's her name from Lost? She's going to oh, be Oh, yeah. Did what's you see the picture? Evangeline Lily. Yeah, they put out pictures of what her character's supposed to look like in the She's next... She's an I'm... elf in green a? with a bow and arrow. Is that I'm all it pretty... takes? Yeah, but I... She pretty... has tits, Bill! What? She has tits! Wait, what? She's the... a woman! What about that? Link... Link can't have tits? Not my fan fiction. <laughs> Link is hey, not everybody. gender specific. Hey, everybody. It's the Boy Hattie Podcast coming at you live from Bill's basement, even though it's a beautiful day outside here and Bill in forgot sunny to turn Portland, light. Oregon. And also, Bill forgot to turn the lights on, so we're sitting here in the dark <laughs> it's uh, so on a beautiful day in Portland, Oregon. Yeah, I'm Annie. I'm Bill. I'm licking my fingers because we just ate Cheetos for dinner. This is the podcast for <laughs> We ain't nothing of the perfect slice of gamers as sitting Seven? in the basement eating Cheetos, <laughs> drinking it's Cokes and beers. Out. I got a sunburn just walking go from the bus stop to the house. Annie's dressed for the weather. She's dressed in a beautiful sundress. Bill is just dressed like a schlump lob. What are you talking blob. about? You're just wearing a black t-shirt. Your pants. Did you, hey, did you, did you leave the house today? Yeah. I'm very proud. I told you I got sweaty for two, oh, two seconds true. when I went outside. <laughs> stuff in the mail <laughs> there you go. i had to mail stuff to japan for yeah. uh ex-podcast listener i don't think he listens anymore because he wised up <laughs> uh daniel fight yeah he agreed to send me a boxed super nintendo from japan uh mm -hmm. if i send him the avengers deadly premonition and bioshock infinite for the playstation 3 huh. so i had to put those things in the mail all right there was an avengers game for the playstation 3 no the avengers blu-ray dvd or whatever so we did a trade. Oh, okay. Ah, I gotcha. That's not a fascinating story, but I'm just going to tell it anyway. <laughs> Bill, it's the Boy Hattie podcast. podcast. This is not where fascinating well, I stories outside. come. I'm about toilet paper. I'm so proud I'm of wondering. you. Hey, I read outside. I you got the did? new Stephen King book. I read outside, like beneath Good the tree. I was like, I was like, oh man, I'm just like Frodo back and so speaking of the Hobbit. But uh, <laughs> Gandalf did not show up and I threw a fit in the park and walked home. <laughs> Good on you. Because that's what happens is this the new whatever Dark Tower, not Dark Tower Stephen King book? No, this is, is well, no, this is, well, actually, this is the cool thing. You might uh, uh, get a kick out of this. Uh, he, I love it, though, when you walk away from the microphone and keep yeah. talking. He, uh, it's like a crime novel kind of thing, but, like, it's not, it, it's done by a small crime novel imprint. The cover is actually great. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's called Joyland. Here, I'm going to turn the lights out, too. No, it's fine. College yeah. student Devin Jones took the summer job at Joyland, hoping to forget the girl who broke his heart. But he wound up facing something far more terrible. The legacy Woo! of a vicious murder. The yeah. fate of a dying child. And dark truths about life and what comes after that would change his world forever. Yeah, it's a book published straight to paperback, which is also neat. It's just a little, uh, little crime paperback novel. Which, how many people write those these days? Big major... Dude, it talks about life and what comes after. It's gonna be it's a fucking shit. weird horror dumbass. Well, book. by crime, well you know what I mean. But it's supposed to be a spooky, scary. Cri by crime, I mean something that's not crime, <laughs> of course. How do you think those people died and became ghosts? <laughs> fucking. <laughs> You're right. Most horror films are crime films. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> God damn. So yeah. don't you make fun of Stephen King's new book called Joyland, available for $9.99 at, I at a, a really, retailer near you. I really can't make fun of you because I got really excited because last night while recording the next episode of a ladylike podcast. Uh, Have I, you done a sexy ghost story yet? A sexy ghost story. Lesbian yet. ghost story? I am not big. Well, we've been looking on for more meat, like kind of cause the premise of the series is conventional romance genre stuff, but with lesbians. You're running out of them already? Yes, Bill. That is exactly what You're, I'm trying to say. This, this week's going to be the last podcast? 
failed experiment. <laughs> At least with your, sometimes hey, I feel like do you actually like listen to the whole entirety of things I'm saying? I can only make fun of that because what with the video Bill, game console what, I, what can't? you said was, have you read a sexy ghost book? And I said, we're trying to read conventional go- like romance novels, and you said you ran out and then continued on that joke path without letting me finish. Ghost stories are not the fucking conventional <laughs> fucking genre of romance. They're not? No. I thought they were like a staple. What, what about Dracula? That's not a romance novel. No? No. Have you read it? There is a difference between romance and romance novels. Romances, you can qualify like fucking uh, Wuthering Heights as a romance. Yeah. But romance novels are like, you know, your bodice rippers. Oh, okay. But there's no, the, we the, read romance there's novels. no supernatural bodice rippers? Oh, there are a bajil- Well, no, well, we're trying to read the core, like, uh, my, my focus and my thesis is the core tenets of what are romance novels and of course oh, okay. there is a, a, a see a, yeah, i don't know there's a flourishing yeah. subgenre of supernatural bullshit but it's a subgenre i want the like the genre genres okay I, we still haven't read like a lot of the core basic romance novel stuff like we've yet to you come, did knights you did pi- uh, pirates we've not done knights yet oh okay see knights we haven't done lumberjacks or police officers <laughs> or firemen <laughs> no supernatural isn't really a genre well, no, 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 no. I'm not saying it's not a genre. I'm just saying the core, know, the core stereotypes of what romance novels are. Yeah, but supernatural is not one of the core stereotypes. Well, I don't think of it as a core. I think it, that's that so it's a weird. subgenre. Mm. It's a huge subgenre. I'm just not paying especially post Twilight. Well, Bill, when you think of a romance novel, do you is it really the first thing you think of as ghosts? Yes. <laughs> yes, I am already. How far <laughs> are you into this podcast? I'm already annoyed with you. <laughs> I already want to leave. Did you see Ghostbusters? No. There's a ghost that gives oral sex to Dan Aykroyd. Actually, I have seen Ghostbusters. <clears throat> I'm just saying, that could be a book. I am not denying... lesbians. I'm not denying that... No, I bet you they're probably... I'm going to write a book called The Panty <sighs> Ghost, and you guys are going to have to review it. <sighs> I'm so annoyed with you already. <laughs> I'm done with this podcast. Hey, everybody, this is Boy Hattie Podcast. My name's Andy. This will be my last episode of the Boy Hattie Podcast. I can only make fun of you guys running out of material for the Boy Hattie, or for the uh, Ladylike Podcast, just because since neither of us are going to be buying new video game consoles, <laughs> this podcast is going to be coming to a you know close what, very Bill? soon. You make that joke. We're all dumb shit. No, we're going to buy them. We're gonna buy them. We're they just announced. We're recording this like literally just like an hour after Microsoft announced more terrible, terrible. The, not that they announced, but they just confirmed a lot of the terrible uh, stuff everyone was talking about. The yeah, Xbox. so the Xbox, a lot of the Xbox One DRM drama, drama bullshit has just yeah. been kind of confirmed slash verified by Microsoft. Well, uh, things were getting suspicious when Microsoft started uh, in the last year or two canceling. There was going to be a big press roundtable. With yeah. the press after the their big E three press conference next week, they canceled that. Yeah. They started canceling all, all their like one on one interviews. They're going to do with the press yeah. afterwards too. Everyone's like, "What the hell's going on?" And they they, they, they dropped the, the bomb story. where they're like, "Yeah, well, they they must have really thought that that they could get to E three without having to address any of this stuff." And they yeah. must have waited until I mean, right now is pretty much the last possible minute they could talk about this before E three and try to get it out of the way before. Yeah. Well, now ugh. it can be buried in the in the rest of the news. You know, surprised they didn't E3. put it out on Fridays because Fridays are technically the days when people. Well, show an E3 start like no, but like the news cycles usually. That's if you want to if you want to release something during the that's week. That's true. You do it and on have Friday. it buried just in time for the weekend. You re- yeah. yeah, you release it like four thirty on a Friday afternoon. That is so. true. Um, but that's neither here or there. How you? What, what, how was your week? My week was good. <clears throat> my life is. Good. I got a frog in my throat. I'm still having a residual heart attack from being outside today. <laughs> <laughs> but those vitamins in my skin, I can't handle them. I am getting. I'm becoming a worse and worse contributor to this podcast because I didn't fuck all this week. Did you have an excuse? 
Did you not do your did geek I? homework? I did not, dude. No! I have nothing to goddamn the, talk about. The dog about. ate your Fast and Furious? I went to the comic shop, but that's all I have to talk oh, about. Oh, that's geeky. Well, I know, but that's all I have to talk about. So talk about what you did this week, because then I could just insert what I did. And the brief <laughs> thing no, I did. Oh, so hey, Bill, gonna... why don't you talk about your stuff so I can oh, insert no. the brief thing what I did? What did I do? I went to go see Fast and the Furious, because I... Th- the only reason I went to go see Fast and the Furious because you were so excited about that movie coming out. Yes, but Bill, it's been out, and I told you I probably wasn't going to go see it. Really? Did you? you, you I thought I you said were I might busy. go see it, but I well, I was. You busy. were so excited. I am excited about it. I get excited about a lot of things. You got Gina Carano in it. It has Gina Carano and Godzilla eyes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not not. For... You know what? I love that you consistently call her Godzilla. <laughs> There is a part of your brain that is hardwired with the picture what? of Michelle Rodriguez. What? Yeah, Michelle Rodriguez. And, and, Mich- and Godzilla eyes underneath it. The of Michelle Rodriguez, the actual picture of Godzilla. And you say, they have the same eyes. If, like, no, God's- no, no, Bill. What you do is if you if you ha- hold a picture of Michelle Rodriguez and Godzilla behind your back <laughs> and swap which hand is holding it a couple of times and then show it again, you will She's not be able to tell. Kind of, she doesn't blink or anything like that. <laughs> They didn't even let she. They didn't even let her be in Tokyo Drift because she knew that's you, like the racial connotation. You are up. weird with pretty girls. There's some Why? pretty girls who're like, you, okay, Michelle Rodriguez has Godzilla eyes. <laughs> Carolyn Verna has tiny kitty cat she eyes. Tiny, she's she's like kitty cat that's you just are standing weird. two feet too far away from you. you and you're are like, what's up with the eyeballs? Jennifer Lawrence looks fine. <laughs> there you go. Anyone named Jennifer? You're Jennifer one. Lawrence, Jennifer Connelly. Uh huh. <laughs> Jennifer, what was your name from Dirty Dancing? But Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. People get juiced up over Jen- Jennifer Aniston. How do people get juiced up over Jennifer? Yeah, Aniston? just Bill. She had a haircut like a salad people, bowl. That was like a big fashion people thing. People are wired differently, but and everyone's boners are a little can, different. Can we just refer to uh, Gina Carano as the Rock's mini me? <laughs> no, I want her to be Lady Statham. That's 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 Gina Carano to me. Lady Statham. Man, I forgot The Rock was going to be... I, I'm not going to talk too much about The Fast and Furious, because it's definitely worth seeing without being like too spoiled. Do you not like it? It was hilarious. Yeah. Well, I had seen... It was weird, because I had seen, like, the first two or three Fast and the Furious movies back yeah. in the day. Back when they were, like, racing car culture movies. <laughs> yeah. And so I was going like, I'll go see Fast and Furious, and he was going to see it. I, everyone else saying it's a great movie, I should go check it out. It is It is worth your eight bucks. <laughs> yeah. It's, it is worth double that. If you go see it for three dollars, yeah, yeah, at one of the a local uh, Portland beer theaters, uh, but yeah, no, it was it was really good. But I didn't expect this. I didn't realize it's uh, uh, gradually turned the Fast and the Furious into like bullshit James Bond, yeah, espionage, working for the government, trying to like hunt down like renegade military shit. Because uh, the first couple, yeah, of no, movies, I, I've only seen the first. It's one. a bunch of criminals racing yeah. cars and a bunch of Latino guys, yeah. just racing cars in L.A. All tricked out cars, and now it's just like. It's goddamn silly. But The Rock shows up. I forgot The Rock was going to be in him. Yeah. He's like a giant human action figure. <laughs> the Rock is an amazing human being. It, the only, uh, my real big takeaway, I know you're going to hate to hear this, but like, seriously, like, it's breaking my heart that Gina Carano can't act. I don't need her to act. I just need her to be able <sighs> no, to punch people. This movie, it's very specific where she is one of the main characters. Yeah. She literally has about three lines in the whole movie. Yeah. You got her acting with like Ludacris. I didn't know Ludacris was gonna movie, and he gets like he gets like all the dialogue. Well, Gina Carano's like, yes, <laughs> it's a really good Gina Carano impression. But we like, should, like we she's sh- in the room with me. Let's attack that robot. <laughs> There's no, not many like, are there robots. I forgot that she's only got like 
She only has one acting thing. She does that knowing smirk thing, and she can't do anything else. Yep. And like the fact it is is I guess Steven Soderbergh was more patient, and he built haywire all around her. Oh yeah, and, and her he could coax a little bit more. Out. Yeah, he kind of worked around her limitations. In this movie, they knew she they she couldn't. Well, it it, it really sucks, especially because most of her scenes are she's uh, sharing the screen with a rock. Yeah. Who okay. has a similar career tra- tra- trajectory but to her? But The Rock her. is incredibly charismatic and compelling. And, she, and she's still cute. It's not like no, she's no, just No, but like, Gina Carano's primary characteristic is she can punch the fuck out of someone. Yeah, which is great. It, I she, will admit She's got that. two big fight scenes, she's and those Steven fight scenes Seagal. are great. That's what she is. <laughs> Oh, she no. is Lady Steven Seagal. Oh. See, I think that's my prop. Your problem and my problem is that you expect her to be an actual actress. No, I, just I just expect her to be like female she's Steven pretty Seagal. And she punches people. That's, she's all, got, that's literally all I require. She's got the two Carano. parts you need of a triple threat, and the last, <laughs> that last part just not working out. Um, did you see that thing where Steven Seagal came out this week and? He la- he claims that he is the only civilian in the world who has defused a nuclear weapon single handedly. <laughs> So as long as Gina Carano, 30 years from now, <laughs> as she's, like, fat on her porch and Venezuela isn't claiming that, like, she single-handedly kept uh, The Rock from exploding and killing 500 million people. I, I like say. that The Rock is somehow equal to a nuclear bomb. Yeah, sexuality! That dude's like, oh, man. He is hilarious. He looks like he looks like a computer-generated character. Where He's he amazing. Just, he is 12 feet tall. Man, then they had to go find someone who was bigger than The Rock to try to fight oh, The Rock. There's an amazing picture that The Rock posted on Twitter where The Rock is standing next to Shaq, and I can't remember what other basketball player, and they are two heads taller than him. And I'm just staring at this picture going, you are mutants! <laughs> you are not actual people, no, any of you. Uh, Fast and Furious is a good time. You should go check I, it out. I, I we will talk more it. about it once you go see it. Yeah. Yeah. In Don't let it get spoiled for you. When it's on DVD. But man, and then it's... I can't, I can't talk about it without spoilers. But yeah, Godzilla Eyes comes back. This is for the best. You know what, Bill? I need to not see any of the things you see just for the sake of our listeners who you otherwise would spoil mercilessly. <laughs> well, have you watched any of the Fast and Furious movies or would this be your first one? I said one? earlier that I saw the first one. Oh, okay. And you remembered what I so said. So it's not a big spoiler that I guess supposedly Godzilla I, I, she Godzilla, Godzilla Eyes. Godzilla Eyes. She died, died in the previous film and now she's back and now like half the characters spent the first half of the movie going, oh my god. Whoa. She also died in return in the, um, what's the fuck? The, oh, the Resident, Resident Evil? Evil movies. So she's really good she at that. She must have like thought she could like break out of Hollywood or she could like get choosy about her roles and then suddenly one day she looked at her bank account and she's like oh shit I gotta go I gotta get back on that Fast and the Furious or the evil money chain oh shit those movies make money oh she looks older now too it's kind that's of funny the thing about see, age, like, older, Bill. but like I still remember her from like Lost where she was young and high all those what five years ago now she's starting to look like a witch oh my god her arms look like angry string beans Right arm, they, she looks. Her arms look like the cables that hold up the Golden uh-huh. Gate Bridge, yeah, filled with keep rage. On going, yeah, no fat. Just, this is really funny, Billy. You should really keep it's doing this. Filled with tacos. I'm really enjoying this one. <laughs> so, Good joke. This is the best part of the whole goddamn movie-going experience. Uh-huh. That I, I didn't get a chance to tell you about this because we, we haven't talked about this last week. I, I so I'm going to go see. I'm 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 in the theater. Yeah. I'm getting ready to watch Fast and Furious. I got okay. my popcorn. They had $2 gummy bears, so I was eating gummy bears. Uh-huh. The trailers come on. It's yeah. all trailers for all stupid shit. Oh, one trailer is Jamie Foxx is the president, and he's blowing up people at the White House with Channing Tatum. Oh, yes. That's the movie that's not he the other the movie. president. <laughs> the rocket launcher. 
are two movies that are very similarly present. Present, like there's White House Down, and then there's like Olympus White House Falls Down was the one I was talking about. Yeah, and like I'm, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if his character isn't called like No Obama or something like that. It's obviously <laughs> supposed to be Obama, but just Obama with a rocket launcher. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. When they show, I had no idea there's a sequel coming out for Machete. Yeah, called Machete Kills, right? Yeah, and so I'm watching this trailer, and I'm like. I love watching Robert Rodriguez movie uh, trailers because his trailers are always even better than the actual movies. Yeah, they are. I still have not seen the original Machete just because the trailer was so fantastic. Michelle like, Rodriguez is beautiful in that movie. I'll say that. Well, then sh- have you seen the trailer for Machete Kills? No. She shows up and she says, it's taco time <laughs> before shooting someone. <laughs> she has a taco cart. Is that what it is? She has a taco cart and I oh think she's a gun God. runner. She's gun. So, she's either gun or drug runner. I can't remember which. I, well, she's, she, she pulls out a gun and she shoots someone. She says, it's taco time. Yeah. And I burst out <laughs> laughing in the theater. And for a moment, I thought I'd wilt my, the racist, <laughs> unfunny part of my brain had wilt this and into existence. Because I'm like, oh my God, I burst out laughing. I had to catch myself thinking, did I just imagine that? <laughs> then I heard other people behind me going, ah, taco time. <laughs> she like, has a taco cart. Uh, I can't remember. Or perhaps it was called Taco Time, even I can't remember. His food cart. That was the highlight of my goddamn life. Was Taco Time. <laughs> oh my god. I, I can't even. What yeah, happened to you? Did you okay. see the shit that you, you imagined? No, but I did not. Believe it or not. However, what? I did go to the comic shop. I only go to the comic shop about once a month, maybe once every two months, which means I have a heap and helping of comics waiting for me. There are some comics that I buy out of obligation. Because I've either been reading them for a long time, or I want to support one you of the creators. You are a habitual comics reader in terms of like which 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 books you're yeah. reading. Yeah. So, but even then, like Ugh. if I want to support the creator, sometimes I'll buy them without even necessarily being interested in them. Yeah. And so sometimes when I get my comics, it's like maybe half things I'm interested in and half I'm not. That's sad. And I don't necessarily always read them all. Well, this week it was really beautiful out. I went to the comic shop and I had a day off and I was just sitting. I went like I'm gonna go out and sit in the fucking yard. I'm gonna read all my. comics comics i read them all they were all great even the ones that i've been like not kind of reading so i picked up i've been reading um i don't want to say too much without to, to identify the ones that i was half interested in but i'll go oh, ahead and no. say uh uh helheim is written by joel jones who or should be drawn by joel jones who's a great local um portland artist who did a hilarious series of pinups about um that were fake ads for various um means of murder like totally i think 50s. i saw some of those yeah on, like, she's Tumblr awesome something, yeah yeah and it's written by um, the dude who writes um, uh, Six Gun. So I picked it up. The premise is uh, Frankenstein's monster, except uh, in w- Vikings. Helheim? So, yeah, Helheim. Okay. And uh, I read the first issue. I was like, eh. But I kept getting it because I like those people. Yeah. And I, I had not, I've missed the last couple issues, but I read the most recent one. It was fucking great. It was so metal and enjoyable. And I was like, all right, Helheim, I'm back on the Helheim train. I'm into this. I had the newest powers. I can't remember what the fuck is going on in powers. I'm mm-hmm. a couple of issues behind. Oh, I just haven't read them. Is it still Dean like Pilgrim and what's his name? Well, so, yes. There, it's it wasn't so for a while. Since I've read powers, I could see that cast could have switched Crazy over Crazy shit happened. There was some cast <clears throat> switch. But what happened was Dina dropped out for a little while because she achieved, she acquired powers through a, a bus that went bad and then yeah, kind of turned you telling me about this years ago? She resurfaced as an FBI agent. And now all powers, all powers, uh, crimes, related crimes are federal cases. So, um, Walker has become a federal agent. As what had were they his before? New... Just like They're local cops. detectives? Yeah. Okay. So anyway, I, the most re- recent issue is really fucking great. 
And, uh, let's see. Ultimate Spider-Man, I'd give it up on Ultimate Spider-Man because he effectively... Uh, Miles Morales is the new Spider-Man. Yeah. And Miles Morales had very few women in his life, so he performed a chickectomy. The chicks were my favorite part of, of Ultimate Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. He added um, Mary Jane and, and uh, Gwen Stacy and Aunt May for a storyline or two, but I'm like, yeah, I know how this goes. They're not gonna... They're, they can't stay in his life very long. Mm-hmm. Well, I had stopped reading. They skipped a year in the timeline. We're not a year in the future. He's older, so he has a girlfriend. So, hey, there's a woman. Gwen Stacy is, is going to be in his life again, it looks like. And I forgot that there's the clone of Spider-Man who's a woman, Spider-Woman, who has are these all the, the memories of Peter Parker up to a point where Are these the same characters from earlier in, in Ultimate yeah. Spider-Man? So it's not like a reboot or anything like that. They're, they're, he's just bringing about... the same did world. St- did Gwen Stacy die in the Ultimate Spider-Man continuity? Yes and no. No, Jesus. <laughs> like but anyway, asking, it was yeah. great. And I do like the current artists on that run. And I do like Bendis, but I like how Bendis writes women. I do. And I like how he writes women in that Next world. Next time I see him at a movie premiere, I'll let him know. Christ. But I have told him. But no, it's... It, I'm, I'm back. I was like, yeah, Ultimate Spider-Man. Uh, the Adventure Time comics continue to be really, really great. Ryan North, who's doing the writing on those, the writer of uh, Dinosaur to Comics. Up. He's so... He, he totally perfectly captures the voices of those characters. I almost prefer the Adventure Time comics to mm-hmm. the Adventure Time TV show. Is he doing all the comic stuff? I want to well, know. Like, there's always the main... backstories and stuff like that. But he hasn't handed the reins off to anyone else yet? No. He's written all the, okay. co- the main... Because I keep on hearing Boom Studios. You can let me finish. Boom. Okay. Jesus fucking said, Christ. They have a reputation for not paying very much. And, like, people never Thanks, stick Bill. around for a Thanks couple Thanks for letting me finish. Okay. <laughs> you finish. It's taco time. <laughs> Thank you. So uh, he's been writing Aww. the main Adventure Time comic. They have backups every issue. They just had an annual, but they also just did an Adventure Time uh, graphic novel, like a collected story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Grumpy Turtle at Stowtown bought that for me. Yeah. yeah, it's really great. It's about Flame Princess. It's written by what's her name, Danielle Corsetto, who writes girls of sl- and draws girls of slingshots. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really fucking great. I really prefer, almost prefer the Adventure of Comics. Honestly, the one he, oh, no, the one I got was just a collection of the first oh, like no, no. six this issues. This was like an original graphic. Oh no, novel. I hadn't seen that. It was then. like a, it was Flame like, Prince. It's it's about Flame Princess. Oh, oh you Flame haven't, Princess. I keep forgetting. That's what I'm saying. I'm still watching the second. Well, okay, so the latest two uh, uh, seasons one and two of Adventure Time. Uh-huh. Never amazes me the things Annie Annie's pulled out of her boobs and just totally flummoxes me. I pulled uh, out my phone. No, but so the first two seasons of Adventure Time just came out on Blu-ray this week, and I was thinking mm-hmm. about getting them until I realized it seems like the Adventure Time, the season one Blu-ray was exactly the same thing as the DVD that came out last summer. Mm-hmm. I didn't get that, and uh, so I'm thinking about taking the 20 bucks I would have spent on that and just buying the... I'm only... Uh, technically... Uh, I've bought the third season. I just haven't bought the most recent fourth season of mm-hmm. Adventure Time on iTunes yet. And I should just buy that now because that's yeah. still being, yeah, I can catch up very easily. Yeah. yeah. Adventure Time, the show, has gotten more and more experimental, which is great. And I'm enjoying it. I keep it. on get, hearing it gets more slash Vicky, hence uh, Flame Princess. Because isn't How Finn you... having to choose between the Bubblegum Princess and. You don't understand what Flame slash Princess is, my friend. What's Slash Vic? Slash Vic is when you slash two characters. That's what I'm saying. In the most. No, 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 no. <laughs> What? Someday, Bill, I will finish a thought. <laughs> you will hear a fully articulated yeah, Annie thought ahead. and then be able to respond to it. I'm drinking a gulp of water, so I can't even interrupt you right now. Slash Vic, in its most general terms, it, terms, is when you combine or slash two characters that are not canonical, but more specifically and accurately, it's homosexual pairings that are not canonical. Oh, really? So a slash pairing would be slashing, say, Finn and Jake. That would be a slash What's pairing. my headcanon, then? Headcanon is whatever your alternate reality of what the show is that is independent of the actual show. 
What other internet terms can I explain to you, Bill? Um, I can't think of any. <laughs> of course, the one time I've asked this, there were things read the internet. I can't think of. And what? So, so, uh, well, it's like it gets a lot weirder. I mean, Adventure Time was always. You mean weird. the show? It gets, yeah, the show got a lot weirder. But no, I mean, there's more relationship the, stuff, the, though. There is some relationship stuff, which is weird, but well, not. He's a, he's a boy. No, is he? Is he puberty? Do you remember being a boy with feelings? Is he puberty? Still long ago. I the, have the option to fuck a fire person. <laughs> but the comic is more kind of like what the core of Adventure Time on the surface is in a very in a pra- very practice and awesome way. Yeah. And the same is true of the the, the Flame Princess. The comics Ocean. are I continuing. I recommend them highly enough. One story? Is it, is, is it like narrative from one issue to the other, one graphic novel to the next? The, um, the... They're each pretty self-contained. Each individual issue you can read on its own. There, I mean, it's all the Adventure Time universe, but it has. I'll say it has as much continuity as Adventure Time does. Okay. Which means it doesn't until it does. Okay. I don't know if it had more uh, more narrative threads no. than maybe the show. I mean, if you can like think that. about it, if you're if you're if you're smart and you're making print comics for for younger people, which yeah. theoretically this is, you're gonna make them so each individual. Well, that's kind of the funny thing too with Adventure Time always being busted up in little fifteen minute episodes. It's easy to replicate that with a twenty four page comic because yeah. it's such a, such a short medium. Yeah. It's even even more easily than you would with like a, with like like a half hour. But uh, even cartoon. then, like I cannot speak highly enough of the teams they've got on these comics because mm-hmm. you can say that it'd be easy, but really, it's it's hard to capture that kind of magic and the team is doing a really, oh, that really good fantastic. job. But the artists and the writers, it's really, really astounding. If you enjoy Adventure Time, I highly recommend picking up the Flame Princess comic that just came out. Huh. Um, the graphic novel, it's like seven bucks and it's like like 75 pages. It's what really, else came really out? Uh, what else did come out? I can't remember. It was good Let's week. pull up the show notes. <laughs> what did I write did on the show notes? Powers... No, that's it. Ultimate Spider-Man. Oh, Grumpy Turtle wanted to ask, man. Well, Grumpy Turtle and I were playing Saints Row Two this week. Uh-huh. We got to talking about how uh, TV miniseries are no longer a thing. You just don't see TV miniseries anymore. At least I don't. Maybe oh, no. they still Did exist. Ten Kingdom- we talked about this in the podcast. Well, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, Ten Tenth Kingdom. But but he started asking uh, whether he wanted to know whether or not with you um, being such a Western person, if you'd ever seen Lonesome Dove. Lonesome Dove was such a huge thing, like, before my... Yeah, it was a long time ago. It was, like, at least 20 years ago. Yeah, I, I'm not... I'm not a big fan of that guy's books, that guy's storytelling. Well, have I should re- say... Have you tried to read them, or I've you just heard about, like, the reputation? my thing. Okay. Well, my thing with Westerns, what's fascinating to me is that I feel kind of about Westerns the way I feel about um, uh, visual novels mm-hmm. and dating sims, where I'm fascinated by the concepts and ideas, but every time I encounter a prime example of it, I get bored out of my fucking skull. Yeah. Kind of well, supposedly, I didn't know this, but Grandpa Total was telling me Lonesome Dove's got, it's got Lincoln, it's got Falling Down, it's got other people. Right there, I thought you meant a historical figure, Abraham Lincoln. No! Well, I guess Lincoln could be in a, why isn't, has Lincoln ever showed up in a Western? There's no reason why he couldn't. Other than Westerns his history. Westerns are usually about the West. Yeah. Like, they're about the wild. So he goes they're on not vacation. about... There's got to be somewhere. He decides the whole. He comic. decides to hunt the ultimate. Uh, ultimate game. <laughs> you can't make. Can you make two most dangerous game jokes in a series of two episodes? I've Is that got, your new I've thing? I've got a Rolodex of jokes here. There's only three pages in the Rolodex. <laughs> Give me a break. God damn it! What else you do? What comics? That's all I got, Bill. Did you watch Mad hey. Max? 
No, Bill, did you watch Mad Max? Yeah, I watched Mad Max. How's Mad Max? Man, Mad, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome was It's a terrible movie. It's a great, terrible movie, though. Mad, 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 Mad Thunderdome is. I'm so glad I watched that movie for the first time as an adult. Yeah. Because I can't imagine <laughs> watching it as a child, loving it, and then watching it as an adult. Being heartbroken. Exactly. No, this week, uh, the Mad Max Trilogy Blu ray set came out. It's really actually disappointing. The only special features on this. There's like a commentary for the first two Mad Max movies, and but there's absolutely nothing on on the Thunderdome disc, Aww. which is the first time Thunderdome has been out on Blu-ray. Yeah, and the Blu-ray looks terrible. I was gonna say, is Thunderdome it at least looks, remastered? This no, this looks like what happens when you find like an ancient print of of a movie. And you just do the minimum work possible just oh. to scan it through the HD scanner and just dump it onto a disc. Even oh, the menus yeah. are like, there's no animated menus. There's just like a picture of the poster. And it's the most generic, like, 1997 oh. Blu-ray random, like, digital buttons at the bottom saying, play features, special features. The special features are interactive menus. Oh, my <laughs> that God. That kind of thing. Oy. Yeah. And How much did you pay for this, Bill? It was $30. Okay, that's not so bad. But that's yeah, $10 movies. a movie. Yeah, yeah. that's not so bad. I, I still haven't listened to the comments. I haven't watched watched uh, Mad Max, but uh, Road Warrior actually looks really good. They must mm-hmm. have actually remastered that or done something, because it actually looks like what you would think a movie of that vintage. It's, oh, the Road Warrior is like five years older than Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, but it looks twice as good. Hmm. And it just shows you in Thunderdome, they just kind of shed it out just to have this box set out. Well, the other thing that sucks is, obviously, this uh, the timing of this box set coming out was obviously it was supposed to be out right when the new movie was supposed yeah. to come out. Which, who, I looked up on Wikipedia, as soon as this arrived, I was like, oh yeah, shouldn't we be, like, watching the new Mad Max yeah. movie in theaters right now? And I looked up on Wikipedia, and I guess there were a whole bunch of filming problems, and they're still doing a lot of post-production stuff, and they said, mm. maybe it'll be out by New Year slash Christmas this year. Man, what a fucking problematic movie. History yeah! That well, it's funny, because I remember it was gonna be a all 3D animated movie. Do you remember that? What? There was a time when, um, because I had not heard about this. Happy Feet, right? Fuck no. And so he was like, I'm gonna make. Uh uh. No, he came. There were press releases and shit. He was like, I'm gonna make a fully 3D animated. Mad Max movies are like the visceral. I know. That's why when that news came out, I was like, Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. And so he talked about it a lot. And then abruptly they stopped talking about it. And then they came back and said, Oh, wait, no, we're gonna make an actual movie. Yeah. Do you know what? I know. I. I must have been blacked out. <laughs> you blocked. It's not Thunderdome related. Mind. I just don't want to hear about it. <laughs> no, but it's on. The, according to Wikipedia, I guess they had all. But when they were actually finally filming the new Mad Max movie, Fury Road, I guess there were all kinds of like filming issues and budgetary issues, and the the the, the movie studio had to send out a, like a budget guy out to the set to make sure George oh, Miller seriously? wasn't fucking up anymore. Oh, to, like seriously? get the production back on track. You know what? That speaks to a really good movie. Too. I know. <laughs> Actually, no. Oh, it's a good <laughs> position. So it was like, like Mad Max like, Beyond Thunderdome was also over budget and bullshit, too. But True. And Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome is one of the best movies I've made in the history That's of the world. That's one of my favorite. That's the first it is movie great. I saw when I was a kid. It is, it's the first movie you saw when you were a kid? No, the first Mad Max movie I saw oh, when okay. I was a kid. No, but that, that's Thunderdome. the one that introduced me to Australians. Whenever I hear an Australian <laughs> accent, I still kind of think, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh God. Uh, <laughs> remember this? What was remember it? Remember this? this? <laughs> remember this? Never! Tomorrow, tomorrow, Mrs. Walker! <laughs> We've reached the terrible Australian accent corner of the Boy Podcast. That's good! Bill, on your notes, you I have... love how 
was cracking the Earth Kids talk, though. I, like, it's been a long time since I'd watched Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, but watching it again on Blu-ray, those kids, you know, the feral kids that yeah. Mad Max finds, I forgot how they're... Because they made a little some mixing swearing and shit. Like, yeah. I just love their stupid dialect. I know that's what everyone hates about that movie the most, but... <laughs> oh, god damn, I love Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. <laughs> Cartoony, like so much yeah. of the chase shit is so much oh, like, Whoa! Yeah. oh yeah, and it's just it's great about it. Honestly, uh, that movie is so balls out. Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. If you want to borrow this, I'm almost like next As week we're when talking I'm done about with the it, set, I'm yeah. actually sorely tempted. I changed my mind. Bill, on your show notes, you have Star Trek question mark. What does that mean? Oh, this is gonna be just in case you actually again have if you oh, had, had seen, seen Star, Star Trek, Trek. We could talk yes, about Bill, Star of Trek. You know me, going to see that movies been all the time. Now, and I haven't been able to see anything about it on the podcast. <laughs> it's killing me. Just trying to drive you crazy, yeah. my friend. Which is better for not because I, well, I guess everyone's seen it now. We could talk about spoilers, but I don't want to spoil you because it's actually, I it's actually, I think you would actually enjoy it at least. I would. Like it has a bunch it. of hot hunky guys just beating the crap out I of each other. I love Chris Pine. Do not get me Do you me like Benedict Cumberbatch? I'm. He's not my kind of dude. Oh. Why, just because he looks like a I... fox? Literally, like... No, I like charismatic, kind of hunky guys. Do you like Tom Hiddleston? No, Bill. He's not my type of... Would you call Are you not into Charismatically yaoi? hunky? Are these guys yaoi? No, I'm not into... They are. Do you have slash fic for this I yaoi? I would call them kind of yaoi. What They're is not, yaoi? They... <laughs> I know... This, okay, this is the term that I know that I'm not... Isn't that gay? Actually, specifically... Bish... Yeah. Bishonen? Well... <laughs> We should go to the anime hey, convention. we're going to take a break. <laughs> is this that? Is this the end? We're going to take already. a little break, and we're going to come back and talk about the Geek Week interview. We have Bishi Yaoi. <laughs> I'm just going to stop this right now. Taco time. <laughs> we should have bought tacos. It's taco time. Crunch. Hey, Bill. It's a great time for a red wedding. <laughs> it's start again. I feel so bad because Foley's mom called me on Monday morning and she just goes, I just, I, I'm at work and I answer the phone because I'm like, oh my God, what happened? And Did I, Foley get her into the show? Yeah. And, uh, oh, no. and uh, she just goes, I just watched Game of Thrones and I couldn't help it. I just started laughing uncontrollably. This is your I, taco time? I almost <laughs> fell out of my chair. And as soon as I finished, I'm like, oh my God, what did you think? And then I realized she's crying. <laughs> she's like, like she had literally just finished watching it. She's oh, like, oh no. I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, oh I'm sorry. I realized that's not the appropriate response. <laughs> I can't believe I almost forgot to talk about this. Well, I was watching, it was funny because I just watched it on a legal streaming site online. Mm -hmm. I I didn't even torn it, but like uh, my ex housemate Andy just pointed me to somewhere online where you could just like stream it like an hour after it first airs for free. Yeah. And uh, so while it was actually airing for the first time on the East Coast of America, yeah, I went on Twitter and just typed in Game of Thrones. Toward it was like it was like nine fifty or whatever, whenever the episode was about to end. Yeah, and you could see people like tweeting like, oh, oh. Game of Thrones weddings are so cool. They're so much. I wish I could have a wedding like that. And I'm like, oh man, this is gonna be, I can already tell this is gonna be fucked up. And then just hitting refresh every like yeah. 30 seconds. It's like, oh, oh no, no, oh no, wait, what's what's happening? Oh, oh my god! Oh, for the next 20 minutes, 10, yep. the 10 minutes leading up to the very end of the episode, which is all yep. just murder and mayhem, and then 10 minutes after that, spoilers for Game of Thrones. Yeah, we just everyone going, oh my god, not articulating what yep. had happened, but nope. just what the. 
F F F U U U U U U. All that shit. Yep. That was fucking hilarious. Oh man. It that, was uh, talking to Foley's mom. I, I handed the phone. Well, did Foley. you tell her that that was all just a dream? <laughs> Next right. week's episode is just, right. just, just start headache. waking up from bank going. Bad dream. <laughs> exactly. Well, Ned Stark, of course, <laughs> exactly, waking up. Yeah. No, I, I, oh, I handed the phone man. to Foley and I started walking away to go back to work and, and Foley just goes, did they do the dog thing? And I could hear on the phone Foley's mom going, what dog thing? They apparently did not do the dog thing. No, they killed the thing. Well, well, do you not remember what happened? They do have well, to know. Well, spoilers for Game of Thrones. No, they... no, 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 no. Because people well, they kill are... the dog. Uh, yeah, I know, but don't say what happens next. I'm just saying there's further indignity that happens. I'm just saying they should cut off Rob's funny. dick and stick it in the dog's uh, butthole. <laughs> and they call it Rob Stark Dick Butthole Unicorn Dog. That is truly a dick wolf. <laughs> That's right. Oh. Yeah, no, fucking yeah. Dude, That's you... why I. No, Bill. I'm did just... you not watch the episode? No. Remember how I said, like, eight episodes ago, I stopped watching Game of Thrones because I knew how the season was going to end? That was why I was fucked up. Yeah. That's it's why I stopped watching as, it. It wasn't quite as arch as it could have been because I thought I remember in the book, I thought they still continue singing during the whole... They do. In the, in the, in this is this is more the singing and just stops. Actually, the band is the one who actually starts assassinating everyone. <laughs> the band they just pull out, out like AK-47. No, they pull out like repeating crossbows and just shoot everyone dead. But then Catelyn Stark, she murders someone? Yeah. Like, like I guess in the book, she... I think it's like in the book, Walter she has Freeze. a hostage. Yeah. Well, it's like one of the sons, but she actually grabs Walder Freeze, one of his daughters, oh. instead. And when she realizes shit's gone, she actually slits the girl's throat. Yeah, that happens in the book. I forgot about that. Because she's like, it's her only... It's literally her only bargaining kit chip, and she's an idiot. She doesn't realize it's not actually a bar- bargaining chip. And, well, then after she slits that lady's throat, suddenly, she, like, the, the dude comes up from behind her, grabs her by the head, and says, yeah. wake up. It's time to go to school. And then she wakes up in bed and turns out it's like the 1980s and she's late for her 80s high school class and she gets on a skateboard and so it turns dear, into wishbone. Dear friends who watch Game of Thrones every week and have not read the books, terrible things have not stopped happening to Cat Stark. The sweet release of death is no! not sweet release of these Spoiler bullshit the books. No, no, books. no, no, stop it. I'm being, uh, that's as pointed as it would be. My point is, is that Game they of Thrones is bullshit her, her all slit. the time. All the to time, fair, bullshit, this nonstop. Is kinda, this is kind of like the linchpin fucked up this moment is, in Game of Thrones. If, if you can Nothing... make it, if you can make it through this, you can make it through the rest of Game of Thrones. Yeah, because at well, God knows there's still two books left. He could still try to top it somehow. I don't know how you like top the, the char- red. This wedding. is like half the major characters. Yeah. He wipes out in one fucking yeah. chapter. The the your your presumed protagonist. He just what's what I do impress impress the hell out of George R. R. Martin is he'll set up the and he did this with Ned too. Yeah. But this even more so. He'll set up all these threads that you presume are gonna be the driving threads of the books and yeah. then it'll just kill the well, characters. The funny thing is like it's all this stuff though like uh, I've seen people already giving uh it's mostly T V people who haven't forgotten read the books and are yeah. distracted the episode where uh a lot of fans are complaining that this is like a completely arbitrary uh death. And yeah, and these are a lot of same people who are still upset because they think Ned's death was was completely arbitrary. Not really, but because that's kind of the purpose. Their, of Game de- of their deaths are the result of bad decisions. The Starks, exactly. yeah, the Starks are the bad decision family. Yeah, so it's not like they they, they set themselves in the episode. Uh, Rob Stark he brings his new wife to the wedding. Yeah, yeah. See, that's the thing. Like, what What's, are you expecting to happen? The best part of Game of Thrones is that obvious subversion of fantasy fiction is that these good guys 
who are making decisions with their hearts, not their brains, get yeah. punished and, for well, it. Well, it's like in real life. That's not. Yeah, it's, exactly. You're not going to automatically be rewarded. But at least when these people die, you can actually look back and see, look at their decisions and see what oh, yeah. things uh, weren't, weren't wrong. It's not this. It's not the characters being as blindsided as you think they are. Because no. I've seen some people compare this to uh, the last episode of Downton Abbey that aired where one of the major characters killed everyone (laughs) well no but a major character does it's almost a very similar situation where a character has just uh knocked up somebody is all like I can't wait for the future the future's gonna be great and then by the end of the episode they're dead and I so would people, say that was arbitrary because yes. they were just trying to find a way to get rid of an actor. Right. And the way he does die is the most, he's like literally driving a car. La, 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 and next thing he's dead, like in the next shot, yeah. it's just the most stupid thing. Whereas at least this has a buildup and like, yeah, you, oh, looking yeah. at the Stark's actions, you can kind of see how, yeah. Oh man. Every bad thing that happens in game of Thrones, they, the person made a decision that set them down that path. Yeah. And on the other hand, you get to see the profound consequences of their death. Mm-hmm. in the books like yeah. you you get to explore it coming and going so you know George oh, R. R. Martin Arya shows up she's almost at the red wedding go hit, meet up with her folks i mean it's a good thing she doesn't show up yeah. otherwise she'd be dead too yeah and uh oh man fucking game of thrones oh Brian finally dude. says goodbye to rickon because he's gonna go north of the wall yeah. and go talk to the crows and hodor flips out he wargs on on Hordor. I know. Did you see my favorite meme of all was the one that said one does not simply warg <laughs> in the Hodor. <laughs> that was his so best anyway, meme to if come out of all Game that. Of Thrones, we're gonna end this segment now. But that was <laughs> Game uh, of Thrones, motherfuckers. What about this Geek Week of the Review? What's going on? All right, friends. Believe it or not, this is the part we talk about the news of the week that was. A film crew is going to try and find slash exhume that buried patch of Atari cartridges in New Mexico. Specifically, Bill is referring, I presume, to the E.T. cartridges buried in New Mexico. Supposedly, it's a whole bunch of Atari stuff that got buried in the landfill. But yeah, well, supposedly E.T. was mixed in there because, oh, it was all the stuff relating to the whole Atari crash from 1983. Ah. The bulk of which is supposed to be unsold uh, Pac-Man and mostly E.T. cartridges, though. Yeah. Interesting. And which is weird because that's always been an urban legend. And actually, the people at, I think this is Alamogordo, New Mexico, actually came out and said, oh, yeah, we know where those are. We'll let you go dig this up. And But the people supposed to be digging this up, it's called, like, Firestone Industries or something like that. And I, I Googled them online, and it's the most generic kind of, like, it's not a video game company, even though they've put, they've, they've put out a couple, like, really cheap-looking, like, iOS games. Mm-hmm. But th- they identify themselves as just a youth-branded entertainment company. Yeah. And so I don't know what the hell these people are going to do. Like, I am assuming they're going to make some kind of little documentary about trying to dig up this Atari thing. I don't their know what website... you say about it other than here they are. But their website <laughs> is the most, like, like ridiculous, like, Arrested Development branded, like, yeah. you think Tobias Bluth was behind this or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh, man. So that's going to happen. Ridley Scott has hired the guy who wrote the Green Lantern movie to rewrite Hampton Fancher's... Is that you say his name? Yeah, he's the guy who wrote the original Blade Runner. Blade Runner sequel script. Wow. I forgot they're doing a Blade Runner sequel. Why did they just base it off the book, The Edge of Human Pants? Wasn't there a Blade Runner book? There and, is. Did there you tell is me you sequel. read that? I it was terrible. It. Yeah, there is a sequel that's it's a sequel kind of to the movie and not to the book. Yeah. Kind of. And like I the Forrest Gump sequel. It, other than it was. The, the One of the things about it is that uh, all I really remember from it is that there's an early cut of the film where they imply there are more replicants on the loose. Oh, and yeah. they're, they're, oh that's right, because like, there's like the count of like how many replicants yeah, there are four. escaped versus how whatever. many Decker kills is, yeah. is, is, doesn't match up. And so up, they deal yeah. with that or whatever, and okay. Rutger Howard abruptly comes back. I don't remember it being very good. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this so. is this is still, this is, this is part of Ridley Scott kind of mining his early career. 
Dude's and old. Dude's got bills. I know, pay. but this is like I gotta, especially because, like I said, he, in the past you wouldn't make movies unless he had a good idea, unless and or he's unless old someone now. else had a good idea. But now he's just like, someone's gotta write me a sequel to Blade Runner. I fucked up Alien. I gotta make a new Blade <laughs> Runner. That Alien didn't work out. Hopefully, we can get this Blade Runner shit to work out. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't he's envy old. anyone does, involved in this. I does, really don't. Does he have a pension? I think Prometheus was as good as it could have been. I really do. No, I, we, it we have discussed so much better. No. Okay, here's the thing. The more people you get in the room and the more people you get touching anything, the shittier it's going to get. Much less when you have the core people involved, not really Much less when you have Ridley Scott involved. Entirely, who knows how, who not really entirely committed to a script. It. Yeah. I'm that just Robin saying. Hood movie? My point is, is that he's the handhold of the tiller bill. Did you see people pointing out that there's two Robin Hoods in the new Superman movie and they both play uh, Superman's dads? My two dads. It's... Oh, that's true. There's Kevin Costner and Russell Crowe. Good morning. <laughs> Are you, do you have any interest in seeing Superman? Fuck no. Bill, I don't go it's see movies. It's getting good reviews. I don't go see movies I'm actually interested in. <laughs> why do you I think I'm going to see? The only reason why I'm going to go see Superman is because Henry Cavill looks beautiful in a beard. Mm-hmm. Like, glorious. Oh, he's, he's stopping Gina Carano. He is stopping Gina Carano. I saw one of the most unattractive um, uh, red carpet photos I've ever seen of two people I'm attracted to. What? This Was those two? picture of them as a power couple. And the flash was terrible, and her makeup. Were they was just kind of like, like saddlebaggy? Or? Just, they, no, 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 no. How they looked they plastic. Oh. They just looked plastic. Well, more from makeup. It's not and like they've poorly, had plastic surgery. Cla- the cla- no, but yeah, and, and it was also the flash. Imagine and the, the porn gifts from those guys fucking though. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Break the bed every time. Yeah. Dan Harmon is returning to Community. Who? Who is? Dan Harmon, did I hiccup? Dan Harmon is re- returning to community. Tell us about this. Community. Fill us in. I watched all of Community and I'm deeply invested in it, so I have a lot to say about this. Yeah. So didn't he get run out on a rail? Yeah. Did he get brought back in on a rail? Yeah. <laughs> How did that happen? And, well, the funny thing is, community. Wasn't he really open and shitty about it all? And doesn't, doesn't Chevy Chase hate him? And wasn't well, Chevy, Chevy Chase? Well, Chevy Chase, he quit halfway, even with like new oh, showrunners last really? season. He still quit halfway through. And supposedly it was Chevy Chase who was really pushing for. Dan Harmon to get fired from by NBC in the first place, which is weird because I think Community may be the only NBC comedy aside from Parks and Recreation that's 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 being brought back for next year. I wonder if the only reason they're bringing it back is just for the sake of having something that's to bring point. back without it being brand new. Hmm. Yeah, but yeah, no. So I, the, the Dan Harmon confirmed on Twitter this week thanks to who's the guy head guy from Community head actor. You know him, uh, Patrick Hale, Jonathan Hale. He used to talk the soup. Yeah, Jonathan Franks. <laughs> Those are good words for Dan Harmon. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's coming back, which would be no. Oh, Community's, you know, it's it's not the, it's not the best no, TV get, show in the world. I, but you can like Community. I know, I love and respect no, a lot of people. Community, even like the third season of Community, which Dan Harmon was he was in charge of, wasn't very good. But anyway, I don't know. any any decent TV is, you know, it's 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 better than bad TV. That's right, Bill. Matt Smith is leaving Doctor Who. Oh, I forgot about this. Who should oh, replace this is him, Bill? weird. Who would you want to replace Matt Smith? A woman. Which one? Gina Carano. Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, TARDIS. <sighs> hey, Amy Pond. I, I have the eye of time here for you. I'm going to say my response to any casting question Gina, I've ever it's given. Gonna be it's going to be Gemma done drop the mic walk away no bill who would you want to be she looks like Doctor a human who? she looks like a cartoon duck what are you gonna describe oh you did go for her eyes this time but for her lips instead i'm so proud of you she has, she has bill she has the who do you want to mouth. be doctor who i want to be doctor who. <laughs> <laughs> it's bill mudger's name in the hat 
young older people than me have played Doctor Who. That's right, Bill. They might have to widen the TARDIS doors a little bit, <laughs> but I'm just saying. Uh, the, well, that's really weird that he is announced. He's not just leaving like at the end of next season. He's leaving like at the end of the year. Before the next season starts. There's oh, only really? going to be two episodes. Well, there's only two episodes left that he's going to be involved with. There's the 50th anniversary special, which uh-huh. is going to air in November. And then there's going to be which a Christmas. Which is already filmed, presumably. Yeah, that's done. And uh, there's going to be a Christmas special, which usually doesn't film until like July or August. Which I'm assuming he shaved his head, but maybe he has enough time to kind of grow his hair back in time yeah. for the Christmas special. But, uh, but that's it. He's going to he's gonna presumably get killed and wiped out and turned into a new doctor at the end of the Christmas special. And that's it. Which is really weird because they were still... So you have not watched the last like half dozen episodes of Doctor Who? Nope. Um, well, they just... It's so weird because... Last episode I watched was the submarine one. They're still setting up like this all the, this whole big thing about the fall... The silence. The silence and, and who is Amy River Song and her... What's his name? Yeah, and all this stuff. And they actually... This latest episode of Doctor Who that just aired like a week before he announced he was leaving was all about the death of the 11th Doctor. Mm-hmm. And you think that, that that might happen at the end of the episode, but it doesn't happen. It says, oh, that's going to happen some distant day. <laughs> no, like, it turns out two no, it's going to happen now. next week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so there's all this story stuff that needs to get wrapped up. Because even from the Doctor's, the 11th Doctor's first episode, they've been talking about the silence and all this stuff. Right. And how are you going to wrap this up? Because I'm assuming there's not going to be too much space in the in the, in the the Doctor Who anniversary special to talk about all this yeah. stuff. So, uh, like, they're going to have to pack in a lot of, rat, like, wrap up a lot of shit in the Christmas special, which is not going to be very Christmassy if it's all just going to be exposition about Or they can just continue it to the next Doctor. No, because this is all very specific to 11. I know, I know. Even, like, but... part of it is, like, the fall of the 11th, the silence will fall. Yeah. The, the 11th, like, very specifically saying the 11th Doctor will do this and the 11th Doctor will do that. And now, I wonder how much of this... Some of this really does feel like maybe this is a little bit of a surprise Matt Smith, Matt Smith sprung on the production people, too. Mm-hmm. It's especially weird because they just got rid of Amy Pond and Rory mm-hmm. just half, yeah. just a couple episodes ago. And you'd think if they had known at the start of the season that Matt yeah. Smith was going to leave at the end, they would have tried to convince uh, the what's-her-name and what's-his-butt to stick around to the end of the season. Yeah. Just so, so, so well. they could leave with, yeah. with him, too. It was so weird that they left, like, just literally just a couple episodes before he leaves. And... Which, I mean, the, 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 you know, like, there's no reason why they had to have stick, stuck until, stuck around until Matt Smith left. But, like, Amy Pond's character was such an important yeah. part of this Doctor. Yeah. That's weird that, like, I could see her leaving when he leaves. Yeah. In terms of, like, casting and stuff, but just in, tell, in, terms, of, in terms of telling the story. Like, he's the, she's the first person that he sees after he's regenerated and yeah. he imprints on her. And, like, oh, yeah. Amy Pond's a huge part of who oh, that yeah. Doctor is. Yeah. And so it's, I don't know, it seems kind of weird to suddenly just finally get him used to this new companion only just to kill him off so but yeah whoever is going to be replacing him it's kind of supposedly the show is super broke mm-hmm. um there was this big thing about how the show suddenly uh they hired a much cheaper uh special effects company oh because it was really great before yeah well the funny the funny thing is that i'm being a dick is actually well, that, fine that old TV. special effects company the only yeah. two gigs that were keeping that special effects company alive were was its work on doctor who and its work on the shitty shitty tv show merlin oh and Merlin just ended yeah and then doctor who is supposedly the production show uh, the yeah the product uh the, the show of doctor who the, the, supposedly they're st- stone super fu- uh, i can't even speak uh super broke 
And so, yeah, they uh, hired a whole new, way cheaper uh, special effects studio. And so, yeah, the old special effects studio that had been doing all the special effects for Doctor Who mm-hmm. uh, ever since it came back with Christopher, Christopher Eccleston like oh, eight really? years ago, up until just like three episodes ago, just had to close. At the moment they got the notice from Doctor from the Doctor Who offices saying, we can't afford you guys anymore. Aww. And so... I look forward to a lot of even cheaper looking <laughs> Doctor Who episodes with whoever. Uh, yeah, but it'll be a real bummer. I mean, pe- uh, people. I was disappointed when they announced that David Tennant was leaving and they just replaced him with another pasty white guy. I mean, Matt Smith. I Matt Smith is Matt still Smith's great. I love he's Matt great, Smith. and he he's still my favorite Doctor. Even though the work, like the writing for his episodes, have all been kind of terrible. At least performance wise, he's been fantastic. He's been fantastic, yeah. But. uh... So it'd be nice to be surprised. Yeah, can it be somebody who's not just a pasty white guy? It can even be a white lady. Yeah, that's it. That's why everyone's so freaking out about Helen Mirren. It could, it could even be Kim Adderton. <laughs> but yeah, I'm trying to think of anyone else. Like, I don't know enough British. There's a tall, big, goofy guy from the from the uh, British shows, uh, Spy. He kind of looks like a young John Cleese. He'd be funny. If you had to get another pasty white guy. Yeah. I mean, funny. there are a lot of talented pasty white guys in England. Don't get me wrong. It should be John Hurt. <laughs> there we go. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy has announced some casting. Uh, Pie Maker and Amy Pond as villains. I yeah. didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Um, Andy Dwyer. Oh, I forgot that Andy Dwyer is in it. Glenn Close is in it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's a whole bunch of crazy and, casting. And uh, Benicio Del Toro. Yeah. That's crazy. No one knows what Benicio, Benicio Del Toro is playing. I suspect that he's going to be playing the raccoon. Did you see that one of the major stars is yes. like a little gun, yes. gun-toting raccoon? I think his name, isn't his name like Rocket Raccoon or something? Yeah. 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 Well, a lot of people are hoping David You don't David think Glenn Close is, is Rocket Raccoon? I don't know. She's hairy enough. <laughs> Oh, Bill. Why? But no, it's just, it, it, um, this movie's being put together by James it's Gunn. James Gunn. It's going to be a fucking The guy who movie. pushed Pam from the office down the steps and broke <laughs> he her did, back. did, actually. That's a real thing that happened. Uh, Maker of such <laughs> excellent, excellent movies <sighs> as uh, Slither. Slither. What else? I can't remember anything else What was done. his? What was his superhero movie with uh, What's-His-Butt from The Office? Really? And he made a terrible movie, a trauma movie. Really? Yep. Oh, because it's funny because the guy who founded Troma, he's supposed to be in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, he's supposed yeah. to have a quick cameo. I guess well, that's there why. you go. That's why. Um, but oh, yeah, a no. maker of PG porn on the internet. Oh, that's right. I forgot the last all of 10 episode. seconds. Yeah. yeah. Fuck it. But yeah, that no, it's interesting that he's just like spending all of his money on ridiculous casting stuff. You know what? Yeah. He as well. God bless. Pie maker and Amy Pond is villains. I, I hope they're like a team. I hope they're not just separate villains, but I hope they're like, oh man. Guardians of Ga- the Galaxy will be fascinating because it's related to, it's in a universe that I know a little bit about and I'm moderately invested in, but it, with characters that I have absolutely it no takes, context for. I guess for. it takes place in the far distant future, but I guess they're fighting Thanos, who's supposed to be the bad guy in Avengers 2. Oh yeah, he's going to be played by What's-His-Butt from uh, uh, Angel. Isn't he? What? Isn't Thanos going to be played by What's-His-Butt? What's his butt? You know, Somebody from a Joss Whedon movie. He married Allison Hannigan. What's his butt? What? He played the what's oh, his butt. Oh, he made the voice for... He can't be... No, not that guy. Wesley. Yeah. What? I'm pretty sure he was the voice of Wesley in the last one, I want to say, in Thor, whatever, where they he showed up at the end. I Why is The Rock not playing Thor? Why is The Rock not in one <laughs> of these goddamn superhero movies? Well, didn't The Rock want to be Luke Cage? Did that Who come out? Who the hell's Luke Cage? Luke isn't Cage he, Isn't Mortal, Mortal Kombat? 
No, he's a Marvel Universe character. Ah, he's ah. a he's a big beefy black guy with I'm chains. Like, oh my god, why is he not Superman? Oh my god, The Rock would be the best Superman. <laughs> Maybe you can play Bizarre with uh, Superman. Beat the shit out of Henry Cavill. He always has to be a character with a strong sense of humor because Man, actually Bizarre, I would watch a movie with That's The Rock. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, because who are you getting for that physique? You go, me, me, I'm stupid. Man, can you imagine Gina Carano as Lois Lane? The worst undercover reporter. <laughs> Just bursting out of her blouse and her slips. And... Oh, okay, that's pretty good, Bill. What's left of Lionhead Games is remaking the original Fable game for the Xbox 360 this fall. It doesn't seem that it'll be coming out for the Xbox One, Xbox 360 only. Yeah, that's fucking weird. Fable. Oh, Fable. it's 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 the 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 ironic joke there is that it's only come the original Fable is on only coming out for the Xbox One. one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, good luck uh, playing this uh, Fable game on the console. That's only going to be uh, useful for another two weeks. Until the new Xbox. It's not. Fully keeps saying she's like, "What are we gonna do with our 360?" Like, it's not like it explodes. <laughs> you need to keep it. Otherwise, out. you're not gonna be playing your old games. Yeah. Well, until they charge me to download them. Oh, that's true. Too. Which is piecemeal. Exactly, dude. Um. Waka waka. But yeah, no. So, are you? Would you uh, think about buying that? Oh, absolutely. I enjoyed the first Fable. I would play it, especially if as they long as it keeps the music the off and stuff. Yeah, the music is. Did, did that cop? Like couch cop? What I'm saying is, I'd want them to add it. They would not because that, that was my. Favorite. This is gonna be cheap budget. Like that's true. I can't believe I forgot Lionhead even still existed. I was surprised when they were like, yeah. Lionhead is producing. I was like, oh really? Well, Peter Molyneux left, but it still exists. I know, but like Lionhead was pretty much Peter Molyneux. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Lionhead without Peter Molyneux doesn't. That's, that's not necessarily bad. I kind of wish this was an Xbox. Well, no, I don't want to w- wish it was an Xbox One game because I don't want to get an Xbox One. I should be happy that this is an Xbox 360 <laughs> game. Speaking of video games, Harmonix's Fantasia music game has nothing to do with classical music or animation. That's. Did you see anything about this? No. Did you see this? Did so you they're see making this? a Fanta- I saw they were making a Fantasia game. They're mas- making a connect controlled motion controlled Fantasia game where you're just you're just like uh, dancing to uh, pop- modern pop songs. Oh really? This is not even Disney n- songs. No, no. Uh, that's what I thought at first too. But no, it's all like Kimbra and Queen and uh, fucking who's the lady who yodels? Queen is Queen modern. But you know what? It's more modern than Tchaikovsky. True. True. That, that, that's my point. Touche. But no, it's all yeah, and like of the the trailer is just people like like young hipsters, like twenty five year old guys, like dancing with like glowing magic hands, going yeah, dance the magic dance. Dan, 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 dan. I'm like this. What do you call this Fantasia? What the hell's Fantasia about this? Fantasia. Well, okay. Here's my here's my counter could you reaction. Not do cool? Fantasia is all about just um. Uh, redefining music with a unique visual. I know, visuals. but still, it'd be nice if that, like, uh, at least there was a bonus mode or something like that where you could be doing the right Maybe of there is Bill. or something. Bill, you're, Bill, okay, Bill. I'm just saying, you're this Disney. game I was already going to buy. <laughs> you're Disney. You're going to make a video game. Are you really going to use classical music? At least put Under the Sea in there. <laughs> what? That'll f- be DLC for $5. I know, yeah. I, maybe Harmonix it connects good games. Maybe I'll be connect curious. Photoshop a, 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 a fishtail onto you. <laughs> uh, you need to play Happy Time Theater, my friend. They do that and more. Oh, no. That sounds horrifying. Nintendo has pulled the quote-unquote, I'm quoting Bill here, Tard Pack Wii U from store shelves and will be shutting down most of the original Wii's online services on June 2nd. Nintendo fuck Bill it up. Wrote. You wrote, you wrote, sexth. <laughs> you wrote the number two and then T8 chapter. <laughs> I was tired that day. 
So is this, I presume, it's the Wii U with less memory? Yeah, it's the Wii U with that only has like one gig of storage space or whatever the hell. I think it's eight gigs. Yeah. And I didn't think about how as badly as the Wii U has been selling, how terribly that version of the Wii U that no one wants must be selling and so yeah, they're telling all well, stories. Well, I imagine that was the that was the the um, dumbass consumer version. Oh. Consumer doesn't know any better, and consumers who don't know any better aren't buying the Wii U. Well, obviously they're going to replace that. They're gonna, they're probably going to announce oh, yeah. something at E3. Says this. Uh, Man, and pro- what can Nintendo announce at E3 that will save their bacon? We should have an E3 prediction part of the <laughs> we'll podcast. We'll get to that. A little bit. Well, this, the kind of the sad thing though is that they're shutting down. Uh, most of the internet functionality for the original Wii, yeah. which is weird because the new their their new system is less than six months old. And they're already sh- shutting down all the internet server stuff for the for the old Wii. Trying to force people to switch over. I know, but still, you think at least for like w- would wait at least a year until you make it impossible for people to trade Mies or anything or send messages or anything like that. Why like basic support, functionality. Why should they support their obsolete hardware? There's so many Wiis out there too. That's yeah. a lot of Wiis they're shutting down. Yeah, but to be fair, Bill, how many Wii well, users are using those services? And actually, you know what? At least, considering how many old people bought the Wii, most of those people are <laughs> dead. Their Wiis have not lived. <laughs> so, most oh, people Bill, aren't going to care. I enjoy your humor. It's still, it's still, it's still, yeah, so. So, Disney this week released official Disney memes. <laughs> Did you see? My favorite call- <laughs> detail was that it was on the official Disney blog yeah. that is called, I believe is their call, OMD. Caption, oh my Disney. Okay, what the caption? That was my Just favorite part. Well, that's the whole thing. Well, I did when I visited. I was like, what the fuck does OMD mean? That is the best part about the memes is like, here's a picture of Jack Sparrow. We post this when we are flabbergasted by something. Yeah, Flabbergasted captain is flabbergasted. Yeah. P.S. Copyright Disney. It's kind of <laughs> fascinating because, yes, they do explicitly instruct you on how to use their memes, and then the memes are wrong. Yeah. They don't use the right font. They're not formatted correctly, well, not and the jokes aren't Because they're trying to do their own, like... Well, you know what's funny is that, so was, there was this, where Disney has their official memes that fall yeah. flat, and then Tumblr has been doing more and more sponsored posts, and Tumblr smartly realizes that the oh, native is that language... Because I saw there were some animated PlayStation yes, GIFs Yes, they've stuff. realized that the native language of Tumblr is the animated GIF. Yeah. But a lot of the GIFs are bad... They're GIFs that are dumb GIFs. Like, yeah, they've been doing it's... a lot of GIFs for, like, ABC, that are just, like, a loop of a character walking across the screen. I'm like, that's well, not that's what a like GIF the, is. Uh, uh, it seemed like uh, half of the, the, the Great Gap Gatsby's advertising budget went yes. into Tumblr gifts. At least those gifts, but at least those are for pretty. The most part, exactly, they had like a visual aspect of it, and they they were at least vaguely composed. But this is people don't understand but... how things go viral when it's it's yeah. got to be funny, or at least, at least visually interesting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so if you can't it's just, just animate a thing and call well, like, it good. Some of the, uh, the 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 PlayStation Tumblr gifts I've seen, yeah, it's, it'll just be a car racing across the screen. And it's like. No one's. It's just like a little clip from a commercial. That's no one's gonna forward that to anyone else. Saying, "Oh man, look at this car driving past the screen on the on this in this twelve uh, uh, twelve frame animated GIF." Yeah. But yeah, I will. I will say this: a when someone looks at you and said, "Make something viral." <laughs> Good fucking luck. B. Yeah, make it also so it can't offend anybody. See, that's the thing. So there's your yeah. B. And then C is, there may be an actual young person using Photoshop trying to make this, but I can guarantee you they have a boss who's like, what's a GIF? I don't understand what your GIFs saw. Should we start uh, our own Wishmone GIFs? <laughs> My wife and last memes? night is a joke. She said, I said something about it in a GIF. She's like, wait, do you mean, do you mean GIF? 
don't understand what you're talking about. Jif? Oh, she's one of those people? No, she was giving me shit. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Jif. We don't need to start that argument on this podcast. <laughs> Jesus. What else? Uh, I added this. This is the only note I added this week. Hunk alert. (laughs) Betty McRae is going to be on Lost Girls, motherfucker. Wait, who? Oh, man. I'm so excited. Betty McRae, who's my favorite character from the Canadian TV show Bomb Girls, is going to be on my favorite terrible Canadian TV show Lost Girl, the actress. Have you seen Grimm? No. I've met many, I've met the cast members of Grimm and a lot of the production crew of Grimm. I've not watched a single episode of Grimm. It's like watching Furry the motion picture. Because everyone's, Grimm's thing about scaring you is like, you'll have a person walking down the street and they kind of look at you and they're like got a chipmunk face and suddenly they whip their head and suddenly no, it's no longer a chipmunk face. I'm glad these people are not making the Hannibal TV show. It's <laughs> like every scary thing on Hannibal would be... Someone's face being turned into a loaf of salami. Yeah. And suddenly they turn away. It's no longer a loaf of salami. <laughs> anyway. No, right, but friends. so, yeah. So, wait. So, Bomb Girls is going to be on Lost Girl. Yes. Is it called Bob Lom Lost Girls? <laughs> oh, Bob Laws. Bob Laws. <laughs> what? I can't, what I can't remember right? what it was. Bob Laws Law Bomb. <laughs> That's what it was. Oh, this is the other thing I did this week. I started watching, rewatching some of the episodes of Arrested Development. Yeah. That show does work, that yeah. season does work a lot better after a second That's... viewing. The first couple episodes, yeah. episodes are still needlessly sluggish. Yeah. But I can also see how uh, when uh, What's-His-Face was talking about how the creator of the show was saying that you could watch those episodes out of order. Like, it, when you're watching it a second time, it really doesn't matter what order you're watching it. Because when it's you know, all... When you understand the interconnectedness of it the first time, then you can go back and watch it. But, like, it even stupid like. stuff in the first episode when George Michael was first introduced, suddenly there's a wood block that plays on the yeah. uh, on the soundtrack. Oh, yeah. And yeah. you see when George Michael first shows up to his dorm, he's yelling at his housemate about, yeah. like, no, there's not enough hole options in yep. this thing. And, like, yep. you're catching that end of that conversation oh, yeah. and stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah. There's still not enough maybe blue with what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Why she could she could she play the doctor? She's gonna be in the movie oh, what's it called now? How is she not in Guardians of the Galaxy? I'm surprised you don't know about this. I can't remember what it's called now. That's my favorite place to be is Aubrey Aubrey Plaza Plaza is gonna be in a sex comedy. Where she is a, uh, she's a what? senior in high school, and she's going to go to college, and she decides she's going to become sexually experienced before she goes to college. Her best friend oh, is, is Alia Shawkat. They they all look like they're youngish. It's like, know. it's Hollywoodville. No, you watch the trailer. She, oh, okay. It's fine. But uh, to be fair, we're 30, so what the fuck? We're 30 plus, That's what the fuck? That's going to be battle of the disaffected 30-something girls. But no, it's great, because she's, like, making a list of all the sex acts she wants to perf- have experience with before, because she's, she's like, a studious person, and yeah. she approaches it like anything else, like homework. She's homework, she has to get done. Well, this is what you did before you moved up to Portland. That is exactly what I did. I was like, I need a thorough porking, and I just made a list. <laughs> well, you're on the airplane running down the back of the envelope. Exactly. On the, on the barf bag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> you've been carrying around in your back pocket, uh, scratching things <laughs> off for the last 10 years. <laughs> I just love it. Much it. Oh. All right, friends. Coming up is E3. Is this gonna be a different segment, or are we gonna continue? Do you do you want to take a break? No, it's gonna fine. be your E3 music. Though. No, it's E3 video games. <laughs> video games. There we go. That was our segue. This is our own chip tunes. So Donkey Kong Country. Did you play that this week? You stole Donkey Kong Country from my arms. You said, Annie, take this. And I put it in my bag. And I I told you, I'm going to play it as much as I played (laughs) 
You have game to you play that in line while watching the wait Fast and Furious. You have there to play at go. least one moment That's of Donkey fair, Kong. Bill. Anyway, go ahead. So E3. yeah, E3 is coming up. So Bill, what are your thoughts and predictions and feelings? My about thoughts E3? is that maybe we should start reading books instead of playing video games, <laughs> or and or uh, PC gaming. Maybe that is that mm. is for us after mm-hmm. all. Yeah. Yep. What are your thoughts and opinions? Uh, all I want, to, I only want to hear uh three words. What's that? E3, the Last Guardian. That's all I want to hear. If it did, they do not say anything about the Last Guardian at this E3, it it's has dead. got. It has got. It's I mean, gone. the chances of it being like anyone mentioning at this E3 are nearly non-existent to begin with. But like, if the yeah, I'm really really curious Aww. about this E3 just because I I I I mean, Xbox has said, Microsoft has said they're going to come and talk about games. I'm curious what the fuck they're going to talk about. Well, they we definitely tried to get all that DRM stuff out of the way today with their. Yeah ham-fisted <laughs> not even announcement but just hey guys we have a super complicated fact for you all you people you can loan it to a friend but then you can't have it back and you can't sell it unless the publisher agrees that you can sell it yo but... your niece has questions about a new <laughs> xbox here's our giant miss miss here's uh, our 18 part flowchart. <laughs> yeah make it simple for you i will tell you yeah. this the one thing about it that i do like is um my wife and i like to play multiplayer games together and co-op games together but we don't like split screen we find it too distracting so you're gonna buy two xboxes well we did we'd always talked about buying two three sets and buy two games well we would under xbox 360 with xbox one you will be able oh. to use it across different consoles, and at so the will... same time, they have not said that. But oh, you think they're getting... well, there's no they... use in giving Microsoft benefit of the doubt right now? That's true. No, but I didn't think about that actually. Well, that's the other I thing. Is a little... Uh, well, technically, you could share it with ten family members. What it's constitutes a family? You and I need to find you, us, and eight other listeners need to like. I mentioned this before. We should get a quote unquote family account. <laughs> And then we'll none of us have to pay full price for another video game as long as we ever live. I guarantee you that, I, that Microsoft is out about that. I am considered. They did come out and say that while you were... So they said that if you were on a friend's console, you could have access to your entire digital library. Yeah. But they did then say that during that time, even if you were playing a single-player game... Because, okay, so take a step back. They said that, if, of course, online games are always on. Yes, tell us, They said single-player games are once a day your Xbox will check in. Yeah. But they did say that if you are playing your library on a friend's system... Or theoretically, another check system, in every they hour, check in right? every hour. Yeah. yeah. So theoretically, that is to keep me from playing with myself on Xbox. But I can't believe that they're still doing the thing where you can't even play a single-player game unless it connects to the internet once a day. That's literally what they said. That is, like, word I for know, word. I that's just, what like... What they said. I can't believe that's a real thing that's actually happening real, like in real life right now. Yeah, it's bizarre. And especially for uh, a company that has just, again, like, where... Half of the consoles they produced this generation just simply did not function correctly. Yeah. And this seems and to be the wrong weird... time to be pushing against people about DRM yeah. and shit. And... Yeah. I mean, we, when we talked about the announcement, I was like, whatever. At the very least, it's not pro-consumer. Yeah. I could at least see from, like, a crazy corporate standpoint, I could see the logic behind it and how they could convince themselves that they're doing a service to users. There is no compelling reason to buy an Xbox well, One. Did you hear about what they're doing specifically about used game DRM? But how that's going to be that's it's going to be up to the publisher. publishers, yeah. which the publishers got to be pissed because they were yeah. pushing for this, but they were hoping that like yeah, Microsoft that and Sony would take the brush uh, exactly. the brunt of this. Especially EA, they just made a very public splashy announcement like we're getting rid of Game Passes and Day One DLC because they knew that Microsoft and Sony were going to push forward with no used games in the future. So yeah. there's no reason to try to keep people from buying used games in the future. So now they're they're now it's going to be on EA now to explain. 
if if they're not going to allow their games to be sold as used or anything like that. Can you imagine? Oh my Let's god, take they a step back. Pissed. Yeah. Let's say you run a mom and pop video game shop. You now have to cross-reference every video game with its publisher yeah. and its publisher stance on that video game's resale value. Yeah. And if you're lucky, you have access to Microsoft's database that lets you resell. Oh, yeah. Because it's, like, this is the other thing, like, used games, you can only sell them back to participating retailers. Oh, that seriously? Have, yeah, this is the other thing, that, like, that have access to... Microsoft's database that will well, let they have you to activate it again. Yeah, it's, yeah, essentially deactivate that license on oh, your account man. and then s- activate it for someone else. Such a fucking headache. Don't say it. Like imagine, like Did explaining this out to the said, average human being. Oh man, they like, came out and not, said we're not even talking about E3 as much. We're just complaining, but they said no rentals. Yeah, no rentals. Gamefly must be fucking shitting themselves right now. Yeah, it's just crazy. I'm, I'm, I've changed my mind. It is not. It is not even. It is not even not pro-consumer this is all actively hostile i am a gamer and i don't understand what this all is yeah i don't understand how joe schmo i mean my best my hope most hope for prediction that this is terrible when you're when your most hope for prediction for e3 is that sony comes out and does not do anything special but just come out and say hey we have used games. See, our but console now, works exactly like our old console. Now the used pressure to. is off them. Now if they come out and say, "Oh yeah, we're doing that too," they're not the villain because Microsoft is was the first one on the scene. However, you, you know, know who I'm, could win? Yeah. You know who literally just had to show up and say one word and wins? No. Gabe Newell just has to walk out onto oh. the E3 floor, will open his arms and go Steam Box and just leave the building. They could do that Monday and they would destroy everybody. Oh yeah. Which if that doesn't which ha- is hilarious little, if that doesn't happen on Monday if like sundown comes and doesn't happen I I know it's not gonna happen hilariously like, the Steam box box allows for no game trading and like they they control the pricing but at least they'd be honest about it yeah and well that's the that's the thing Sony and presumably uh or it's uh, Microsoft and presumably Sony what they're trying to do is, is essentially replicate Steam's yeah. digital only service but without. The benefit yeah. to consumers, which is cheap games. Yeah. They want, they want like, well, that's the other thing that got announced today, too. Uh, Microsoft did say that all games will be available uh, day one, digital, and uh, retail. Mm-hmm. So that is just like a, like Steam. And, uh, but yeah, they, 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 they want, they, they, they <sighs> yeah, they, oh God, ah, just. It's just lame because I'm not. I can't get excited about it. No, they it's robbed all, all the excitement of it. They really did. They're just making it. They're 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 making it as difficult for you as possible to be a video game console consumer this generation. Yeah. Meanwhile, I mean, the funny thing is, Nintendo might like not even. Not, they're not going to be the hero, but at least they're the only company that's not trying to ream you up oh, the yeah. ass. But they have a console that no one wants to buy because there's yep. nothing to play on it. Yep. And even half the stuff they they're going to announce at E3 this year is just going to be stuff that's not going to be out till next year, and it's all just going to be new Zelda, new Mario. You know, those games are going to be good, but it's not going to be anything that's going to sh- you know shatter people's expectations or nope. anything. But oh, video man. games, man, video games. I'm excited about Saints Row Four though. Did you see the new trailer? No, I didn't see the trailer, so but I heard the good. news about Keith David as your vice president. Keith David as Keith David. You have vice president Keith David. <laughs> oh, so good. I said this on Twitter, but I want the intro- like his introduction video to be the video of him uh, emptying out a Donkey Kong coin machine uh, on Mr. Rogers like like 40 years ago. But Keith David, one of his, I think he's from Pittsburgh. 
one of his first acting gigs was he was on Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood for one episode where he shows up and teaches uh, Mr. Rogers how to play Donkey Kong. Oh, really? And then he, with this little kid and Do- Mr. Rogers looking on, he uh, shows you how to open up the Donkey Kong cabinet to get at the coin bucket inside the machine. And he, like, lets the kid, like, rifle through all the quarters in the bucket. That's Keith, like, that's, like, one of Keith Davis Hurt's acting jobs. That should be, should be, like, when he, like, when uh, Keith Davis first introduced me, like, oh, yes, I'm now having a flashback to my <laughs> days as a young Keith David. <laughs> it should be a highlight reel of him and, like, that and They Live and every other stupid movie I love that it's, like, in. Quick of the Dead. What yeah, I love about yeah. it is that it's just, it's, like, of all the people. Because in the last book, the mayor, or in the last game, the mayor was I Burt love Reynolds. Because they could have gone for, like, like, but they went to fucking Keith David. <laughs> it's great, and it's going to be awesome. Well, he's nothing if not gaming's Nicholas Cage, I guess. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, that, that, that's pretty amazing. Oh, but yeah, but, uh, fucking Saints Row. Yeah, do you have any like any wishes or predictions other than that or anything? Or? I don't know, man. I just... Uh... Uh, everyone seems to be expecting Fallout 4 to get announced, because Bethesda hasn't said anything about that. Because what, like... Skyrim came out, what, two or three years ago? I guess it has been that long. Yeah. And yeah. assuming even if they come out and say Fallout 4, that's not, that, not going to be out until next next Christmas at no. the earliest. Yeah. That'd be awesome. But that's another thing where I'm like, it would be so easy for me to run out these consoles until I start hearing about these new games. Oh, and so I'm that's like, the thing, Bill. Well, you, can funny, be, you can make all the jokes you want. Which is the want. funny thing, because like Microsoft and Sony's anti-DRM stuff, like I don't buy used games, really. I don't either. So like a lot of this stuff wouldn't actually uh, affect me. Even the Kinect stuff always on. Like, what are they going to see? They're not going to hear me talking about anything interesting. Are you baiting? Yeah. <laughs> but, like, it's just the on theory, oh, though. Oh, Keith David. Oh. oh Keith. <laughs> I keep running Keith David into a wall. Just oh, my baby oh, veep. Oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> my sweet, sweet veep. But, uh... Oh, God. Bill, let's just make a pledge right now. Whatever console you buy, I'll buy the other one. I'm buying a PlayStation 4. You have to buy the Xbox so we can one. Never <laughs> just happens. God. Well, no, because then... No, well, well, you know what the thing is? You can't trade games, but you can trade consoles. consoles yep. <laughs> da, 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 da. There we go, my friend. Uh, Mirror's Edge 2. There's been some rumors about Mirror's Edge 2. Didn't Mirror's Edge 1 make $3? Yeah. Why would they make a sequel to it? Do you know, know how expensive it makes? How it is to co- make games? Maybe Fallout 4 will be Mirror's Edge 2, their first person. <laughs> Fallout 4 just have a lot of parkour in it. There we go. I'd be down for that. Oh, man. I'm kind of wondering if they may not even actually announce, like, release dates. Do you think they'll have prices and release dates for the consoles? No, I don't think so, because they both made a big point of saying, we'll talk about games at E3. Yeah, because I'm wondering if they're still just going to be playing a big game of chicken Yeah. in terms of, like, release dates. I mean, they're also playing a huge uh, game of chicken in terms of DRM, where yeah. ne- neither neither company wants to talk about DRM or, or anything until the other company talks about it. So the other company looks like the villain. Microsoft kind of shot themselves in the foot about that. They're already the villain in, in terms of the, uh, the the DRM stuff, which, I mean, I can't believe all these people are automatically assuming that's just because Sony hasn't said anything that Sony's oh, yeah. going to come out and be... No. Yay for everybody! There's a slim chance they could. No, it's not going to happen. <sighs> but, it yeah. It is not going to happen. God damn. Man, it's, it's not. This, 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 this is not going to be E3. This is going to be the red wedding of our hopes and dreams. <laughs> Yeah. Gaming's Red Wedding. That's pretty good, actually. Well, do you see Rare is supposed to be having a new game? They're supposed to be bringing back an old game series. Huh. For next-gen and consoles. Do you care about old Rare games aside from Donkey Kong Country? Um, oh, I was big on Donkey Kong Country. I think that was my only real... That was my primary Rare game. Maybe they mean... Did they make a Hobbit game? 
didn't they? I, didn't they make a Those Hobbit were, like, RPG? PCs or something. Not not since they were like working with Nintendo or if anything. If it wasn't an actual Hobbit game, it was like the Bah Hit or something that was like really. <laughs> I think it was called like the <laughs> Three Rings of Magic well, or whatever. Rare st- or Microsoft still has the rights to. Well, I guess because. Microsoft owns Rare. I guess they do have. Uh, I guess it would have to be an Xbox exclusive. I'm just right. excited about Rare making something that's not just like connect. Jet Force Gemini. Man, that game was the shit back in the day. Actually, I wonder would they have the balls to bring back Perfect Dark and try to take another swing at Perfect Dark? That'd Wasn't be hilarious. Was there a terrible Perfect Dark? Sequel? Perfect Dark Zero was the launch title, the premier launch title for the Xbox 360. Yep. And even back when the day when that game first came out, people knew that was bullshit. <laughs> so I don't know about that. Um, oh, friends. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we'll be. So is E3 actually next week? Is yeah. It, is there so I think it starts either. I think it starts Tuesday, mm. which is why I'm hoping on Monday. Val yeah. goes, there's nothing going on on Monday. All I do is send out an email, no, just you a don't... picture of the Steam Box. Well, which the rumors, original rumors were that the Steam Box uh, would not be available until early next spring. So, like, right now would be not be a bad time to announce that. Because they don't want to be buried by all the other E3 news. There are two ways oh, they can no. go. Oh, no, if they Either announce they... it, they would be the E3 news. That's true. Like... You gotta be thinking, even if, like, Valve has not been thinking about uh, announcing the Steam Box anytime soon, you have to be looking at, like, if you're Gabe Noel, you have to be looking at some of the stuff going, at least it's gotta be tempting to share. <laughs> exactly. It's kind of like, even yeah. if you're just Gabe Noel by himself with a sandwich board that just says <laughs> Steam Box question mark, that'll be exactly. anything else, anyone yep. else does at E3. Pretty much, dude. Like, yeah, like I said, Nintendo, it sounds like they might have a Mario Kart and a Mario new 3d mario out for the wii u by the end of the year which will be nice because it'll, it'll finally be something to play on there but yeah my real hope is usually nintendo releases something right around the first week of december every year for mm-hmm. usually for a handheld mm-hmm. and i'm hoping this year um they put out there's this uh, video game by square enix called bravely default fairy mm-hmm. which it's uh it's it's one of the rare games where they're going back and just doing old school turn-based rpg yeah and it's got a really beautiful art style. The art style was done by uh, the same art team that did uh, the graphics for another game called uh, Final Fantasy IV Warriors of Light, mm-hmm. which is very kind of like a uh, w- like warm pastel kind of art style. Isn't that the same? They also did the Final Fantasy Crystal, whatever. That may, for... that may have been the same team. But yeah, this is this is still Square Enix, but it's it's another role playing game, even though it's not Final Fantasy branded. And I guess it did pretty well in Japan, but like Square just. Even though people in America have been clamoring for it to come out in the States, like Square was like, oh, no, we're gonna, not going to publish that. Nintendo did pick up the rights. Mm. And like, that'd be nice if they actually came out with that. Like, if that was their early December release that comes out just in time for my birthday. Aww. Yes! Kaboom! Happy birthday, Bill. But yeah, there's going to be... I don't know. I don't know what the hell Nintendo, Nintendo can do. That's... I don't know. Man, this is a real great E3 segment. <laughs> Super good. Hey, everybody. That's just going, this was uh, another amazing, really good episode of the Boy Howdy Podcast where Bill couldn't finish the sentences and Annie got mad at him all the time. <laughs> well, so that's just part of the week, course. Next week for our video game, more video game chat. God bless us Are we us just going to have to get drunk and like pour our 40s out for the <laughs> game, video game industry? Boy, man. The video ne- game this time is next a week. hard place. And then all this bullshit. Oh, man. They need to make it easier for people to get into. Next week, at least we'll be talking about Animal Crossing. There we go. You can talk about Animal Crossing because you're going to buy that, right? Emotionally, because I just gave you three. Yes. What? It's getting all crazy good reviews. Are people having strokes and forgetting all the other Animal Crossing movies? I'm amazed because I'm I'm in the mood to play Animal Crossing. I will buy Animal Crossing, but I do realize it's the same goddamn game that's been released. First time I played it ten years ago. But I'm like like tens out of tens and shit. I'm like, do you guys realize this game came has come out before? This is not a (laughs) brand new thing Nintendo just invented overnight. (laughs) 
And like, I was listening to Giant Bomb, and they're they, they they're pretty much saying taking the same tack where they're like, yeah, it's 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 Animal Crossing, but there's aside from the fact that you play as the mayor and you occasionally get to make major decisions about like the future of the town. Mm-hmm. Still, you're just like oh, is collecting Last of fruit. Us out next week too. Yeah, next did you two see the terrible reviews it's getting? Yes, they're all terrible. Uh huh. Oh, I'm dyslexic. I thought there was <laughs> you thought it was zero one <laughs> zero one. Oh no. Uh, you gonna buy that? Because you're yes. all like. I'm gonna buy it but i'm gonna well, buy it I, canceled, I canceled my pre-orders for it it's kicking my ass because i thought i had put down a pre-order for the special edition which comes with the I full got, art book i did the hundred well i told you Wait, not what? to bill because it, the art book you can buy separately so you should get the other special edition yeah but for 20 bucks which is less than the price of the art book by itself you get the art book with like all the extra dlc and stuff That's for the true. game I'm totally falling um, prey. Um, I hear we are complaining yep. about video game industry and stuff. We're like, which edition did you get? I got, I put through down, I got one of the $150 ones that came with the statue and all that bullshit. Did and you? I canceled my pre-order. Can I was you like, get back? Game, no, there was a limited edition. Was it on Amazon? It was on Game, it was a GameStop exclusive. And uh, yeah, I canceled it because I was like, man, I'm so fucking tired of bummer games. And it's going to be another fucking bummer game. I just don't want to. Like I said, if you don't want to buy this one at all. I I'm, I have to give my money to Naughty Dog, A. And B, that is something that is important to me. And I don't want you sitting over there spouting your opinions and me just sitting here like trying to ignore you. I can, I, I can spend, I, I next week I can spend the whole week talking about Animal Crossing. <laughs> As I give you my copy of Last of Us and yep. we trade off. <laughs> actually, no, because last, actually, no, Last of Us, will, we, won't, we will not have played it by next week. Is Our it coming co- out Tuesday? It's coming out next Friday. Really? It's a Friday release. That's right. Which is actually kind of great because that means you get to play it all weekend. Yeah, that's true. And come down from the super depressing E3 that's news. Right. Exactly. Oh, oh man! All right, friends. So this was... Let the... me guess. There's there's one mission where you have to play as Ellie. This is the Boy Hattie podcast. And then you have to shoot El- shoot uh, Henry Cavill in the head at the end. We are at Boy Hattie Podcast on the Twitters. Boyhattiepodcast.com is our website. You can use the contact form to get in touch with us. We are on iTunes. You can leave us a one star review, which we deserve. Next week we'll talk about video games perhaps. I don't know. Maybe. Don't Guys, know. if you don't See like video games, I don't know what to tell you this week. Like I said, by the end of the year we're not gonna be playing video games either. So I know, then what will we talk about? It's gonna be a baking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Alright friends, we'll talk to you next week. Adios, guys. Godzilla eyes. It's Taco Time! Reflection, but I'm trying to see the light.